0: podcast my name is james strong joined once again by my teammate here cody tanner cody how are you this fine monday evening
1: teammate that is a new one (laughs) uh james i'm doing i'm doing fine doing doing well living life here down here in west virginia excited for a couple weeks from now when i'm gonna come visit y'all up in pennsylvania uh nice but doing well doing well how are you doing
0: Oh, we're doing all right, man. Making it through one day at a time. That's all we can do.
1: Yep. There are puppies at James's house right now. So if you hear some noises, that's just them.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like wild animals attacking each other. It's just six-week-old puppies.
1: Yep. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, you see that uh, there's clearly a dog behind me as well. We we are dog-loving people. There's also another one right there in bed sleeping. Um, But yeah, we're here to talk exciting stuff, James. We got a couple Steelers updates um ex-dealers updates former players and stuff like that a little little bit of things uh before we go through the first four days of camp because training camp's here
0: yes we finally have actual football going on even though they're not wearing pads yet but they're wearing helmets so it kind of looks like it
1: james when i saw the the schedule release uh recently i watched it i've been watching the youtube and following them they do like the they do day one day two recaps of training camp they interview some people Day two, they interviewed Alex Highsmith a lot, which was nice because with the fresh contract and everything. But I've been watching that and I saw the the list of days for people to come watch in the public days and stuff. And I saw... You know, the Friday night lights, blah, blah, blah. I got triggered from last year, man. I got yeah, triggered so
0: freaking fast. Never, never doing it again. <laughs>
1: that was a horrible experience for us.
0: <laughs> it's like the first time it's ever been rained out, and it's the only one I've ever gone to. So yep. what are you going to do?
1: And the, and the practice the day after was rained out too because we are going to go
0: to that one as well.
1: But uh, yep, didn't yep. happen. So only let's... two
0: days that were rained out the entire season. Yeah, so
1: dumb. <laughs> Uh, but let's go ahead and start this off with this little bit of Steelers news. One rookie contract deal. Joey, Joey Porter Jr. officially signed. James and I had mentioned that last time that we thought that was going to happen. And guess what it did? Thank the Lord. Woo-hoo. We needed that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think for a second that there was going to be like a long holdout going on or anything like that. Uh, but nice to get that out of the way before training camp started. Uh, another guy that signed, Arthur Mollett, signed a one-year deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Only moves the needle as far as a communication. I'm sure they'll be trying to get information out of him about the Steelers defense. Uh, I honestly will be surprised if he makes their team because they actually have some good slot corners there. And he's more of like a run defender that plays slot corner. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be kind of surprised if he makes the roster personally. Uh, So we'll see if he shares any secrets in the meanwhile while he's in their camp.
1: Yeah, weird move for the Ravens, but uh, they're pulling a Patriot move there, in my opinion, James. They're
0: really, Yeah, like, Browns used to do that all the time, too. They always took somebody off the practice squad right before the game. Yep. Yeah, that's weird.
1: It's a weird flex move for the Ravens. That's okay. My girlfriend will like it. No, she won't. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't follow them that deep enough anyways. Uh, no. Last news before we go into talking training camp specifically, Tomlin did say that all players are healthy and in shape uh, in reporting to camp. So that is great news.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nobody on the physically unable to perform, which means we will not get any of those all season long because you have to be unhealthy going into the season uh, for it to become a a pup candidate. So that's not an option now.
1: Yeah. Uh, So we're going to talk day one, go over day one news. So first thing on day one, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick did get the day off. Now, I'm not sure if that was injury related or what, but James, you might have more information on that.
0: Uh it seems like there's some sort of very minor nagging injury going on there. Don't know exactly what's going on. Um just that he seems to be fine moving around uh as far as the the field or on the sidelines and everything. Uh just not something that he's able to practice on right now. Yeah, uh, so yeah. yeah. I don't think we have anything major to be concerned about. He doesn't have a limp, he doesn't have a cast, he doesn't have crutches, none of The cardinal signs of a major thing.
1: Yeah, which is all fantastic news for us and for our defense, especially the secondary. Uh, Dan Moore, James, Dan Moore has some news for day one.
0: Yes, Dan Moore um, is the first team left tackle right now. Uh, So that's how it started off on the first day of camp. Just as we expected, he's going to have to earn his way uh, to or, or, I should rephrase he's the default guy from last year he's the incumbent uh, so he's the one that needs to be unseated as far as the left tackle
1: yep and then Duke Dawson also starting at the slot corner on day one um, or playing slot corner I should say Duke Dawson a guy that James am I mistaken for thinking he made your 32 or 52 53 man roster wild numbers
0: no, uh, he did not. Can you take over? Yep,
1: I got you. Uh, so Duke Dawson was not part of your fifty-three man roster, uh, but was the guy that we talked about as in the slot corner specifically. Uh, Elijah Riley, another guy that we talked about getting the first camp interception, which was great news because you'd like to see that come from someone who's not exactly a starter. Someone not expected necessarily to have a walk-on onto the team this year. Elijah Riley being one of those guys on the, not the back end of the roster, but kind of grinding, hanging out in the middle area. More than likely going to make the team in the safety room, uh, but nice to see him get uh, the first interception at camp. I don't know who that was against.
0: Uh, neither do I offhand, okay. uh, but definitely a noteworthy thing. Duke Dawson, maybe you were thinking because he was one of your, your sleepers. One of your yeah, that's not sleeping. Yeah, so that that's might be sleeping. what you're thinking about on that, which that's one of the reasons I wrote that note down, honestly, because I thought um really noteworthy that he was getting reps so high in practice as far as the rotation of the corners. Yep. Uh so very good f- sign for him on that. Uh pretty neat that Elijah Riley got the first interception. What I understood on that play is that he actually stepped in front of it. So he, he read it and uh got out in front of the receiver to make the pick. Uh, So, love that. Not just a bad throw, not an overthrow, not a tipped pass. Just like a good play by a defender, uh, and a guy that's trying to work his way onto the roster. There, uh, neat to see for sure.
1: Yeah, we have some middle linebacker news, James.
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, So, first first team middle linebackers were as expected: Cole Holcomb, Elandon Roberts. Uh, Second team: Mark Robinson, which is what we expected and Chappelle Russell next to him really threw me off guard with Pittsburgh bringing in both Nick Kwiatkowski and Tanner Muse as free agents. I kind of expected one of them to be running with him. Uh, Tanner Muse being with the team basically all offseason so far, Nick Kwiatkowski the more recent addition to the team. So I kind of expected that to be Tanner Muse, and it wasn't, and I thought that was noteworthy because – I felt like maybe that meant that they weren't too impressed with either one of them so far. Uh, now, granted, it's real early in camp. You don't really know 100%, but it was just, it was a tea leave. Yeah. A tea leave. And that's why I had it there as a note, which we found out to be a little bit more than a tea leave a couple of days later. Uh, but something I felt was noteworthy from uh, day one in camp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get to that more noteworthy uh, conversation here shortly. Uh Calvin Austin the third on day 2 we're talking now Calvin Austin the third and Gunnar Olszewski had good days. Uh almost upsetting in my opinion that Gunnar had a good day. Uh I don't I don't want Gunnar back after doing what he did against his former team, you know. That was a that was a revenge game for him. Um as much as it was for Steelers Should've fans been. in general. Yeah. Uh we always love to give it to the Patriots when we can and fumbling the ball a couple times, man. Uh that's that's rough, but um yeah. Yeah, Especially so,
0: on punt returns because it's basically like the other team got a deep pass. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're giving the ball up and putting them in fantastic field position. That makes it tough to win a game.
1: Yeah. Um. Next news, we have some Broderick Jones news, James.
0: Yes. So, day two, he was already getting sprinkled in at first team left tackle. Uh, so, that's nice to see that he's getting opportunities so early. Uh, what I understand on day two is only a couple of snaps, one or two snaps near the end of practice. Uh, So nothing serious, but noteworthy that he was already getting snaps there. Uh, Spencer Anderson, the rookie seventh round pick, uh, getting snaps exclusively at right tackle the first couple of days. Yep. Uh, So interesting because I think they they listed him as a guard when they drafted him, uh, but most of his snaps going at right tackle. Seems like some guys practicing out of position. Jared Williams, the offensive tackle, was practicing at left guard early on. Uh, So kind of guys getting moved all over defensive line so far.
1: Yeah. Uh, defensive line, Keanu Benton and DeMarvin Leal were both used as second team nickel defensive tackles, uh, which is honestly really nice in my opinion. Uh, one, that that gives other guys, other veterans a chance to take a break. And and the fact that we might have somebody that to be able to come in and these guys get rotated in on these nickel packages is going to be nice. I think we've been very reliant on getting a pass rush out of certain players on the team and not had anybody in the back able to Mm -hmm. do that as well. And James, you mentioned it before that I think these guys are going to be able to have a better pass rush than we've gotten out of second team guys uh, in the past, recent past at least especially.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was my big takeaway on this is that that was what I was hoping to see as the second team pass rushing D tackles. Uh, Keanu Benton and DeMarvin Leal seem to be the guys with the best resume of doing it. Uh, some actual athleticism and pass rushing moves as well. Uh, so I'm really excited to see that the coaching staff has the same opinion to me on this. And they're not just throwing guys out there because they've been on the team the most um, as far as seniority. That doesn't mean that they should be there in the position. Uh, so these guys getting the opportunity, I think, is, is a real nice upgrade. Uh, you're not throwing the same bodies out there just because they've been on the team. Uh, so I definitely am very optimistic about that i think you got your your run stopping anchor of a guy in keanu benton who has some pass rush juice and to marvin leal who is a, a pass rusher almost exclusively um has some ability against the run but the ability to play outside linebacker and D tackle um, i'm really excited about that combination uh, on the second wave when larry ogan and cam hayward come out for a breather
1: yep yeah absolutely um outside linebacker nick herbig uh winning the edge and swatting passes which is fantastic probably taking a few notes from dj white let's be real here uh absolutely more than likely getting a, a little bit trained up there by a fellow teammate day three a little bit more unfortunate news when we get to day three uh demonte kz injured his ankle and running back alfonso graham uh, falls on his right shoulder. We now know that it's a torn labrum. He moves to the IR uh, officially, probably here in the next few days. But that is not good news uh, for Alfonso Graham, and unfortunate news for KZ.
0: Yeah, also bad news for both of our 53-man roster predictions because <laughs> <laughs> we both had Alfonso Graham in that running back room. Uh, so we're going to miss in the running back room, unfortunately. Uh bad news for him. He looked like somebody with some good potential. Uh, hopefully he gets an opportunity next season. Uh, maybe even, you never know, if they, if they don't move him to IR, if they wait until the end of the preseason, they put him on the 53 and then move him to IR, you can bring him off. If you put him on the IR while well, it's still preseason, he's out for the year. Uh, so that's the intricacies of that whole situation there we'll see as time goes on uh what happens with that they haven't made the move yet uh, that nick her big news from day two it sounds like he's basically beating up on these offensive tackles now i know he's going against backup offensive tackles right now uh, so he's seeing the second team guys more than he is the first but it seems like they're having a hell of a time with him right now. Uh, so that's great news because there was a lot of questions will he be able to handle it at the NFL level with a lack of length that you like to see in an outside linebacker. Yeah. So far so good for Herbig. You really a handful for these offensive. And, and listen, TJ there's a
1: chance TJ Watt gets a day off. Maybe Herbig will have a chance to run against the ones and we'll be able to see that matchup. So I would look forward to that very very much. <laughs> um in other news, defensive side of the ball, Kenny or excuse me, yeah, Kenny Robinson and Trey Norwood uh, are both playing second team safeties again. Trey Norwood, a guy that we talked about, originally drafted as a corner, if I'm not mistaken, been being played mm-hmm. a lot as the safety or a safety, nickel safety, uh, different packages sit in the safety room. The fact that Kenny Robinson and him are second team safeties is saying that I think they're putting in the work and playing well. Um, enough to at least be getting those reps. I, it, I can tell you right now, Trey Norwood is not the person I would thought would be getting second-team safety reps. But exciting news for him.
0: Yeah, and this has a lot to do with where things were at in camp. Talking day three, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick still was not practicing yet at this point. Yep. Um, and at this point also, uh, the injury to DeMonte KZ didn't happen until the end of practice. Uh, so that was – KZ so that's and ex- yeah, Neil yeah. starting at first team. Trey Norwood, Kenny Robinson as the number twos. Got it. Uh, so, good sign for both of them for battling for that spot. Because you know what name we didn't mention so far in that safety room? That's Miles Killebrew. Yep. He's not getting reps highly on the defense in the uh, safety position. Nope. Uh, so, uh, good sign for the other guys. Looks like Miles is going to really spot on special teams as he's running as the first team um, personal protector to the punter. Yep. And that it is, it is a starting position. So it is, he so, might work his way on at that position yeah. and kind of edge other people out, but we'll see how this all goes with the injuries and how things play out in the safety room here.
1: Yeah. Before KZ got injured, uh, he was able to get a pick as well off a tip ball. So that's good news for him. Um, would like to see more of our safeties get involved outside of Minka. I don't know the last time we got an interception by a safety in an actual <laughs> game that wasn't Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Oh, uh, it, it wasn't was, last season, it was the season before.
1: It was probably Terrell Edmonds when he got two in one game. It was, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. which was not last season, but the <laughs> season before. So, well, actually, you know, last year, DeMonte did get two of them at safety, so okay, okay, uh, he was the backup safety, but he did get two of them. So, we'll.
1: We'll give him that for now, for now, for now. Um, James, we have some 50-50 ball action here, too, against two guys fighting for a job on the team.
0: Yeah, when you're talking about these back end of the roster corners versus wide receivers and guys trying to vie for those last positions, man, it's a really important thing to see how you do in a 50-50 ball. We had the opportunity with Hakeem Butler versus Luke Barku, Luke Barku being the XFL guy that was on the Steelers roster right now. Uh, Akeem Butler won the 50-50 ball. It was a deep pass to the sideline. Just a jump ball situation. And Akeem, they both got their hands on it. And Akeem just kind of ripped it away from him. He's a big dude, man. He's a big, strong, tall, athletic dude. You expect those guys to win in those situations. And he did. Happy to see it. That's great for your 53-man roster prediction as you had Akeem Butler making the squad. Uh, I did not. That doesn't mean uh, I don't like him. That doesn't mean that. I just didn't think he was going to make the squad. Great play by him. So uh, excellent. You see more of that, and he will work his way onto that roster, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, Second team corners, Cody. Uh, We saw Cody Trice and James Pierre.
1: I wish his name was Cody.
0: Corey Trice. You're right, because then you'd absolutely love him. (laughs) Corey Trice. Not saying Uh, I don't know, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is saying that that, uh, um, Joey Porter Jr., Pat Pete. And Levi Wallace are basically all starters at this point. They're kind of working them in and out. Um, So I'm basically kind of saying JPJ is a starter, and those are your three starting corners. Um, So it seems like Trice is running as the next man up as an outside corner. Uh, So you really like that. Uh, Seems to have worked his way in front of James Pierre on the roster already. Interesting. That kind of shows exactly what we suspected as far as – the depth chart you and I both having Trice above Pierre
1: yep uh middle linebacker news James that we talked about that was going to become a bigger topic later on Steelers did sign Quan Alexander and release offensive lineman Jared Williams now that's unfortunate for my 53-man roster I had Jared Williams making the team uh but it's good for what I wanted to put down because I wanted to say we're going to sign Quan Alexander or I was going to say a middle linebacker who's not on the team because I typically said that last year as well. Anyways, um that's good news. Quan Alexander's automatically gonna come in and fight for a starting role in my in my idea. I don't I think that is I, I mean, I don't think there's any other way to look at that. Quan Alexander being a former Pro Bowler most recently of the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. Um,
0: correct. Yeah, he was on the Jets roster last year.
1: Yeah. So Great news for our defense to have another middle linebacker fighting for a starting position. I'm excited to see what happens there. James, do you have anything to say about that before you cry about your guy? Uh. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The tears
0: are going to be flowing here, Uh, but I, I absolutely. uh, What I didn't say in our Facebook post is that this is absolutely. You absolutely what? Oh. I love the signing of Quan Alexander. I think this is a great move. He actually played pretty good last year for the Jets. Uh, played well against Pittsburgh last year when he was on the Jets. Um, anyway, what I love about this is this is a speed guy, a little bit better in coverage than what we've got on the roster currently, uh, and a big hitter at that. This is a really bad sign for Nick Kwiatkowski and Tanner Mewes. Yeah, Really, really bad, uh, especially since they were already running like third-team, Middle linebackers behind Chappelle Russell, uh, it's a sign that Pittsburgh did not like what they saw out of that position early on. Could be bad news for Elandon Roberts as well. I think it may kind of push him back on the roster in the back portion of it. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out. If if Mark Robinson shows the same as Elandon Roberts, and then they like Quan Alexander above. Elandon roberts this could push him completely off the roster if he's not good on special teams yeah because your backup middle linebackers need to be good on special teams and if he's running like the third or fourth guy on the roster at middle linebacker and he doesn't offer you anything on teams he just straight might not even make the team man
1: yeah yeah very unfortunate um and then james we have your guy
0: yes yeah there goes my 53-man roster prediction. Just in a in the most shocking news to come out of training camp so far, um, Monty Potterboom has decided to retire from the NFL. Never played in a preseason game, never in a regular season, and he got three three days' worth of practice. Uh, from what I understand, he had more action in the third day than he did in the first two days, getting a little more in team practice. Uh, nothing noteworthy bad happened to him. It didn't sound like he got injured or anything, just decided enough is enough. He doesn't want to chase football as a career. So he has decided to retire. That does mean that Pittsburgh will hold the rights to him. If he changes his mind, he's got to come back to Pittsburgh. He can't just go on to another team. Um, but I don't expect that to happen. If somebody yeah. has decided this this early in this career, you you said you looked up on his Facebook page. He's a lifelong Steelers fan. and Yep. Uh, so kind of living out his dream as the possibility of of becoming a Pittsburgh Steeler. And unfortunately, the NFL is not for him. So uh, that kind of really mixes things up on the fullback position. Connor Hayward, really the only guy with any, any uh, fullback experience at all. And, unless you monster. want to call up Derek Watt. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it, it becomes a much larger possibility now, I think. Yeah
1: um so yeah very interesting gonna see what happens there i would not be surprised if they call on Derek watt to come back and and play uh so we'll see what happens with that because that's just mind-boggling again and maybe like you said maybe the nfl just isn't for him uh day four training camp news cam hayward isaac siamalu siamalu excuse me pat pete tj watt chooks all get rest day uh because you know they all just need to make sure that they're healthy going into the season we know what they can do we know they can perform and there's nothing wrong with giving them a day off, so I'm excited for that. And then offensive linemen, we had Jones, Dotson, Cole, Daniels with Dan Moore starting at the right tackle. That was how those guys looked. So Broderick's already getting that first-team left tackle look, and then you also have Dan Moore getting the practice at right tackle. So very exciting news there and excited to see what's going to happen with that.
0: Yeah, it gives you a little bit of insight, too, as far as how the depth chart's kind of um, looking. I know they want to get a good look at Dan Moore. Or right tackle because eventually Broderick Jones is going to start at left tackle, whether yep. it's week one or week seven after the bye or whatever it is, uh, he's going to be the left tackle. You don't draft the guy in the first round and then never never start him. Uh, so Dan needs to have the flexibility because he's going to be the top backup offensive tackle most likely when that situation happens. We need to know if he can handle the right side. He needs the practice at it so he can be good at it, and then also for future years, these guys both have another year. On- contract uh two years actually i think this upcoming yeah. season and then the season after they're both under contract what happens after that who's going to be your right tackle are you going to go back to the draft or are you going to keep one of these guys after that uh so we need to know what's going on with that so they i think that's kind of why Chuke socorafor got the day off because they wanted to run dan moore at starting right tackle and, and give him a good healthy day of practice. It sounded like he got first team and second team, right. Tackle snaps. Uh, so good day for him on that. Yeah. for uh, sure. And just good. Also, Kevin Dotson, Kevin Dotson got the start over Nick Herbig at left left guard. So I think that says something too about that and how they feel about Dotson versus Herbig in that situation.
1: Yep. Yeah. Herbig did wind up getting some playtime at center uh, with Spencer Anderson also playing both guard positions. um, so that's exciting for that, that Herbig, you know, is, is getting some practice in another position. Again, Herbig and Spencer Anderson, both guys that we think are going to be able to play multiple positions on the offensive line. Uh, Spencer Anderson, I think, being the more flexible of the two. Um, but still, the, the fact that you have guys that can come in and play these positions is going to be beneficial, especially when we've seen how bad we have been with injuries. Um, and James, I know I bounced over that, that safety news. I just wanted to talk about the Herbig thing because it made sense at the time.
0: No. Um, Yeah, it does make sense. Absolutely. And and like you said, with Spencer Anderson's versatility, he played all five positions at college. Uh, So they're giving him an opportunity to prove that he can handle those positions in practice uh, versus NFL players. Uh, We'll see how it looks once it gets the game day, but preseason games aren't very far away. Uh, So I think we'll get to see him at multiple positions in preseason games. And I'm looking forward to it. I think that's why I I had him on my 53-man roster prediction. Not just because I think that he can play right tackle in a pinch. uh, I think he can back up three or four positions. And that's huge. Pittsburgh loves that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see us not be destroyed by injuries for once. Because even at this point, <laughs> at this point, knock on wood, if we get an injury or two, we have guys that can come in and play these roles and play different positions. So I'm excited for that. Uh, moving to the defensive side of the ball to end the show and to end the discussion about training camp. Uh, safety Kenny Robinson, who we've already talked about, uh, got two picks in day four of practice. So that was mm. huge. I'm hope I'm assuming they were, again. Plays that he made, I don't think any of those were tip passes or anything. I I haven't heard that. Um, and then no, Mark-
0: the one was that one that you were commenting on, Mason Rudolph. I think yep. actually both were on Mason. Uh, one in the red zone where he stepped right in front of him. He was just kind of playing the robber role yep. uh, and he stepped right in front. And then uh, the other one I think was in in like a deep shot. Uh, a ball was underthrown to Calvin Austin the third, and he came over and picked it off. Got uh, it. So. Um,
1: And then Mark Robinson also with the running with the first team as well, which is great news for Mark Robinson. We're excited for that.
0: Absolutely. And, again, this speaks to what we were kind of guessing with Elandon Roberts. It seems like Elandon is the guy that's not impressing. Mark getting a chance to run with Cole Holcomb with the ones. Uh, Also, I don't have it in the notes here anywhere, but Cole Holcomb has been making a lot of plays in pass coverage. Um, On one play, he was actually running down the field with – with Calvin Austin III, uh, again, Cole Holcomb was clocked in the high four fours, low four fives in his uh, pre-draft process when he came out. This is a very fast middle linebacker. Uh, so, I think we're going to be a little more impressed than maybe we thought uh, when we get to see him on the field in pass coverage responsibility. Seems like his instincts are good.
1: Good. We, we need that. We haven't had... I don't want to say we haven't had that in a while, but it feels like we haven't had that in a while. No, we I haven't. Had a, yeah. He, it's been since right. Ryan Shazier. It's okay to say
0: that. It's yeah. been since Ryan Shazier. Yeah, since Shazier, we haven't had that period. There hasn't been a middle linebacker running around back there, making plays, breaking up passes. Devin Bush's rookie, rookie year? season. Yep. Yeah. Rookie season, he made some plays. He made some picks. He batted some pulls. And then after that, that seemed like that was it for him, and nobody else did it either. Yeah. Um, last guy. Joey Porter Jr. having a nice camp already. Uh, He had an opportunity one-on-one with Calvin Austin the third and ran with him stride for stride down the field, broke up the pass. Uh, It was a deep ball opportunity. Uh, He's making some nice plays already and getting a lot of work against this first-team offense, and I love that for him. If you're going to have him develop into a quality first-team or even your number-one shutdown corner, put him against... You know, your George Pickens, put him against (laughs) uh, uh, Allen and and Robin and let him go against these guys and see how he fares. Deontay Johnson, if you can cover Deontay Johnson, you can cover all those quick guys out there, too. So, uh, love what we're seeing from him. Great to hear it. Uh, Calvin Austin making a lot of plays in camp already, too.
1: Yeah. Excited for these young guys on the team for sure. And we're looking forward to hearing more news over the weekend and, and get you guys up, to, or over this course of this week and next weekend, and get you guys updated with some more stuff. Again, we thank you guys so much for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, again, thank you so much. Please subscribe, like, follow, and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. X. That subscribe button is free. Sorry, Twitter's now Twitter X or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, that's fine. <laughs> whatever it is. So, again, thank you guys so much. And this is uh, James and Cody signing off. Peace.